Fullcast and Crew is part of the Chuckler Podcast Network. Other Chuckler podcasts include Winfluencers, telling people who tell people what to do what to do. On this week's episode, Madison and Gunter talk to Nobel finalist and human rights activist Letitia Rollins about taking better selfies. So a League of Their Own, my friend Ben listened to, he listened to the first two before that, and he's like, you're so much more accommodating for other people's opinions in this podcast than you are in real life. I said, oh, thank you. And then like 20 minutes later, he's like, scratch that, listening to League of Their Own. And then he quoted, uh, no, Chris, no, Chris, she did not stage anything well. Here we go, ready? Are we ready to sync? No. Patrick! This would be a good intro on the, um, of podcasting. My favorite part is always the beginning. She's trying to record on a separate microphone into her own computer because our Zoom only takes two XLR inputs. Yeah, so, so uh, we should do a fundraising a drive. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Patrick, the post producer, is coming in. Stop turning this button off. I didn't touch it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now he's leaving the room. He's also wearing black socks and sneakers and shorts. Okay, are we going now? Are we ready? Okay, yes. Here comes the clapper. Here comes the clap. So that's for syncing it up? Yes. Yeah, that's okay. so we can sync the two tracks. You ready, Alex? I'm ready. Uh, welcome to another episode of Full Cast and Crew, which is a podcast which goes below the top line to look at everyone else. Each episode takes a film and goes down the rabbit hole of the Full Cast and Crew section of its IMDb page to find surprising appearances, unlikely connections, weird trivia, quotes, and make esoteric digressions, which may be of interest to only two or three people, two of which are actually on this podcast. Well, we're joined today by our colleague and friend, Alex Potter. Hi. Alex is a little nervous, I think, to appear on the podcast today just because, well, let's face it, she knows us well. And Absolutely. when I say us, <laughs> I mean we. I mean me. We should note that Jason signs my paychecks, so now, now. if it sounds <laughs> like I'm sucking up. Oh, great. So everyone's like, oh, my God. So he wanted a podcast so bad. He's actually making <laughs> employees participate, which is not true. Alex and I are colleagues. Chris and I have been colleagues and will be colleagues again. Well, we'll see how it all goes. I was going to say, Alex. Might not be colleagues. Who knows? Okay, yeah, we will see, Chris. We will see. That bit did not go over as I expected it would. <laughs> anyway, Alex is here because we were casting about for films to do. Um, I believe, don't let me misstate the facts, Alex. I wouldn't want to do that. Alex is a big fan of- Nancy Myers. Nancy Myers, Nancy Myers. Right. So at Alex's behest, we decided to do The Parent Trap. I'll read you a little blurb here about The Parent Trap. The Parent Trap is a 1998 remake of a 1961 Disney film and stars Lindsay Lohan in a star-making performance playing twins separated at birth by their divorced parents, played by Dennis Quaid and the late Natasha Richardson. The twins have been raised without knowledge of each other, one on a Napa Valley vineyard and the other in ostentatious London luxury. The twins meet cute at a summer camp and conspire to switch places and attempt to reunite their parents. And like all great children's literature, the source material for the parent trap comes out of post-war Nazi Germany, specifically Eric Kastner's 1949 novel, Lottie and Lisa. Welcome, Alex. Thanks. I'm so excited. I hope you didn't feel like that was a baited intro. No, not at all. You guys... Any mention of the Nazis didn't put you off? No. I, I did write another blurb. Maybe okay. you might want to use this one instead of the sure. one I read. I'm not sure which one will edit better, so I'll read this one too. The Parent Trap is a lugubrious, often ludicrous, and mostly lazily unbelievable exercise in white lady aspirational materialism. While not without its charms, namely Lindsay Lohan as the twins and Lisa Ann Walter as Chessie the housekeeper, director Nancy Myers too often relies on implausible dialogue and a near pathological aversion to editing, which means a running time of over two hours. And even my seven-year-old was squirming about an hour and 45 minutes in. That one may cut together right. better than the first one. It <laughs> might give something uh, away. I'm not sure. It's certainly Wait, pithier. But I finally found a way to sum up how I prefer my media, which is, say that again, white lady aspirational <laughs> materialism. White lady aspirational materialism. Which that is, is my genre. That's your genre? That's where you live? <laughs> well, gosh, I was going to wait a few minutes before asking, you know, which Nancy Myers kitchen are you? Yes. <sighs> well, first of all, Alex is so good at that kind of stuff, like finding the right quiz, the right meme, the, you know, she's just- I'm the resident millennial. She, she's the resident it. millennial. Um, Dispatches from pop culture. She's very good at that stuff. And she sent out a quiz, which I was so excited to take, which was a BuzzFeed quiz, 
that was, which Nancy Myers kitchen are you? It was on Jezebel, but yes. It was so good. But unfortunately, the link was dead. The the link was live. The Whatever flash player we needed for the quiz was not happening. Let's start with Nancy Myers writ large. Like, so the kitchens are a thing. I mean, It is white lady aspirational materialism. materialism. That's the whole thing. I'm, I feel warm inside now that I have that term. <laughs> Warm inside, not not empty, not, not empty, like looking not, into your soul and being like, oh my gosh, not robbed. Where, what have I done with my short life thus far? kind of emptiness that feels warm. <laughs> <laughs> you turn it on and you're like, fuck, I, I want that there, vineyard. Are there... Are there two kitchens in this movie that I wasn't really paying attention to? I have I, to admit, I was a little bit disappointed in both. I think that the, in the Napa kitchens, kitchen was not. Well, you didn't get to see much see, of it. This is different because in this movie, there's help. So you don't really see the kitchen help. much. Yeah. Well, I feel like the London house we saw, I don't know, but wherever it was in London, it was also very near every other London thing you've ever heard or thought of. Like Big Ben's right there and also Abbey Road is right here. Also Abbey Road, so yes. You're, yeah. Hey, this is Matt, the engineer. So Abbey Road Studios for decades was known as EMI Studios because it was the main recording studio for EMI Records. However, given the popularity of the Abbey Road album, which was recorded at EMI Studios, which is located on Abbey Road um, and actually contains the song that's used in this movie, Here Comes the Sun, written by George Harrison, well, a cover of it, they decided to change their name to Abbey Road. So uh, there you go. But anyway, I'm sure that would. I don't want sure to hit the target demographic. You know exactly. All the Lindsay Lohan fans who were yes. watching it when it came out in 1998 were like, "Oh, it's from my favorite record." So, Alex, I don't want to. I don't want to jump into Parent Trap just at the moment. I still okay. want to. I want to understand more about the Nancy Myers thing. Do you appreciate Nancy Myers, ironically or unironically? Unironically. Unironically. I appreciate it. I, it's hard to put into words. I like media that doesn't make me feel scared. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't make me feel sad. And it's a nice two hours yeah. where I'm living in this world where nothing is really wrong. And do you think that that is a genius of hers? Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. Is that, it's escapism. It's escapist totally. entertainment. But I think watching the watching now, and I've I've seen a handful of these Nancy Myers movies, like we all have. We've mm -hmm. all been dragged to the. I mean, we've all gone to the movies <laughs> with a significant other who wants by to go choice. See, by choice, we've said yes. I choose to see. Uh, what's Something's got to give. Something's got to give. Or what women want. What women want. Or it's complicated. It's complicated. Like I've seen those. I'm just curious. Is she? sort of already kind of a bygone relic of a time that we no longer live in? Like, would the, if this movie came out now, or if a Nancy Myers, maybe there are Nancy Myers movies well, coming out soon. Her daughter she had the intern that one. came out. Oh, well, did she direct that or write that? Uh, it has her listed as director. Okay. I actually saw the intern. Um, I wanted very much to like the intern. But it was kind of, it was a funny premise that sort of didn't quite live up to its promise. But in, now that Alex is mentioning sort of the things that she likes about the Nancy Myers genre, it definitely was an attempt to sort of exist in the now. And I wonder if that's kind of like getting away from the stuff that her fans want. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it was a movie set in the millennial now. So there wasn't really a lot of room for aspirational kitchens or beautiful yeah. home decor or- I don't know. She had a pretty nice like Brooklyn kitchen, didn't she? I can't remember her house in it. I didn't see it. Unlike you, I actually like media that does make me scared and makes me uncomfortable. Let's be honest. There's a part of us that does, all of us have a part of us that likes what Alex described. It's like a hug well, in it's movie like, form. It's, it's getting away from life. It's getting away from the everyday. Now, the whole three days, the past three days, Alex has been walking around knowing in her heart that this would go the way it's probably about to go. <laughs> but kind of probably part of her was like, I don't know, you know, sometimes Jason could be a wild card. He could he could really like this. And I, you know. You said you liked E.T. But she doesn't, I don't know if she knows you well enough to know that sort of like there's going to be a sort of a Hegelian deconstruction of <laughs> capitalist mores as presented in the Nancy Myers I know, Chris. Oura, I know, Chris. Know? Well, I will say that, uh, you know, <laughs> at your suggestion, Jason, I watched... Um, the Parent Trap, the 1961 as yes, well. I watched For that comparison, too. and I thought the comparison is fantastic. And then to also read uh, 1961, Parent Trap with- um, uh, Haley Mills and Haley, Haley Mills. Mills. Six years later- Wait, are we going to get into the 1961 version right now? Are you getting- oh, are no, you, are All we, I wanted to say was they made four 
Like after that, uh, what's wow. great is if you look at the Wikipedia entries, each successive one, the plot descriptions get shorter and shorter <laughs> as if the Wikipedia editors got yep. just as bored as right. the filmmakers did as the series went on. <laughs> We can get back to it later, but I did just want to mention that. I'll just cut that out. No, no, please. Leave that in. <laughs> I, let's let's let let's let you have a few of those moments where awkward silence fills the room because I usually contribute most of those. Well, where would you like to begin, Alex? This is not a situation where you have to defend yourself or this movie. I mean, everybody's opinion is equally as valid, of course. Obviously, but you actually brought up a really good point. Thank you. That made me think. Thank you. Um, she really understands what this podcast is all about. Because you made me think of another one of my favorite white lady aspirational materialism, which is The Real Housewives, which I also hmm. love. Never, never seen that. But you made a good point, um, or it made me think of how The Housewives- But that's something you watch ironic. I mean, the whole show is meant to be watched like a, it's like animals in a zoo. Yes, but I just love watching rich people do things. When you- suggest the parent trap and I contemplate watching the parent trap and I just even look at like the thumbnail on Amazon and I'm and obviously Lindsay Lohan and all these things that we know about it. I come into it with a real sense of excitement. And then the movie starts. Now I'm getting a sense and it, tell me if I'm reading yeah. into it that you, you didn't love this movie. That's fair to say. You didn't love the movie. Alex, you did Alex, love the movie. This did is, it, but you upon rewatch, did it? Uh, oh yeah. Well, wait, how, when, when was the last time you saw the movie before you rewatched it for this? So I saw it probably a billion times as a child. Okay, approximately ah, one billion. Okay. Um, Seriously, for real? Well, I mean, I had the VHS, and it was and you wore it, it was high on my list. Okay, wow. Again, I was a very sensitive child, so anything. <laughs> I was afraid of the dog in um, the Sandlot. Like I. Oh yeah. Like if I saw something too scary, I like wouldn't be able to eat for the next like. Well, so what about like the, the shaving cream pranks honey. in this? Yeah, I mean, that's horrible. That, actually, to me, this is Jeez. terrifying because, you know, I, I don't much care for uh, when they were pouring the honey. I was like, oh, my gosh, these people are going get, to get attacked by rats. I actually, not to jump back into the 1961 version, but something was explained for me in the 1961 version that I had no idea what was going on. Like, I understood, I guess, the honey and the shaving cream. Yeah. But the the strings covering the whole room in the 61 version, one of the other girls says something like, they're trying to raccoon trap us or something like she it's something. That's, <laughs> yes. Well, I think that that they don't say that in the they don't say it, but they do version. have a couple buckets that fall, which I assume were triggered. Yeah, by I thought the it strings. was a pulley system. And yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of string. There's I thought it was strings, like you're going to yeah. get up and not be able to move like some kind of mesh netting system of capture. Well, I, but no one only, was captured in the string. They so only had one night to work on it. You know, yeah. they, they didn't, I'm sure, but given I, a few. I was with you. I thought the honey was meant to attract insects. Yeah. But apparently not. Just to be wake wake up freaked out. And I like, don't know. I never went to sleep. I, I only made it hair. one night. I didn't make it. I didn't even make it one night in sleepaway camp. So I don't. <laughs> gosh. Yeah. I, uh, I went to sleepaway camp as a child. Everybody else spoke Polish. Uh, oh, no. Oh my God. And everybody else really? was also Canadian. So I what? felt very wow. isolated That's two. and alone. That's a double whammy. Though. Yeah. They, was it Polish Canadians? It was all... <laughs> Yeah, was this was Canadian polls, and I was just, just I was, <laughs> I don't know how it works, uh, which is more thing. important totally depending different. on the That's year. Totally different. Alex, that did sounds... you go to sleepaway camp as a child? Um, well, I went to gymnastics camp. <laughs> oh my god! Ooh, maybe we should watch Stick It next oh, time. I yeah, love Stick that's a good it. movie. What, is it you really? Think Stick It is a good movie. Oh, absolutely. You, you don't appreciate the greater Nancy Myers universe. I do not. Um, <laughs> but I think, universe. but I, I think Stick It is a good movie. I think Jeff Bridges is really oh good. Oh my god! I, I think see what's Stick her name. It. I think whoever the lead actor is is really good. Um, I don't. I, I like Stick that It. She did a lot after Stick. I uh, see. I put Stick It in the category of like a Mean Girls or well, a it's meant what's for the a one with? Um, oh, I assumed it was just like Rudy. No, but <laughs> no. with gymnastics. No, it's more gymnastics. like um, it's more like you know the bad mean kid girls? makes good. My first indication when I pulled up the Parent Trap and started to watch it, um, I looked at the running time on the bottom right-hand corner. That's when I that's when I first became worried. I will admit that scared me. Right? I, I mean, it. because when you're watching what's a kid's movie and you see 202.49 or whatever, like over two hours. Was it over two hours? I mean, it, me was, it, went it was 208 or something. It was long. I have and a, I mean, my God, Alex, it was long. There were like huge well, you gotta stretches go of camping, the movie. And you got to go to Do London you? and then Do you got to come back. And then you. 
It's That's true. Yeah. You gotta do all that stuff. Yeah, you do. Time. Well, this is a belief that I hold that no movie ever should be more than 90 minutes. I am, hun- well, actually, I disagree with that. I think no play on in a stage, like a Broadway play, should be over 90 minutes. But I think movies can be whatever length they should right, be. Right, because you can pause and go to the bathroom or go away. Well, I'm just saying, if it holds my attention, I, there's some movies I never want to end. You were you were concerned so, seeing the running time yes, yourself. When I was going to rent it on Google Play last night, I was like, <laughs> avid <shit>. Google Play <laughs> user Alex Potter. She's the one. How take note, Google. Google she's here. No, like, you know what freaked me out is I went to do it and it already had my credit card in there, and I was like, I don't think I've ever. Oh yeah, I've never knows. used Google yeah. Play, but I pressed well, watch the chip and it in was your like, brain told it. I just had to click one button. It knew my credit card, and I was like, well, okay. okay. So you saw two hours, and you thought what? Well, Shit. now keep in mind, this whole time watching it last night, I have like a little Jason silo on my shoulder. <laughs> and I'm like, that is horrible. I'm like, oh, Jason, he's going to think it's too long. Why? What did I do? I, Why? I, I picked Why the wrong movie. Why are you worrying about that? That's this is your own experience of watching your own movie that you. Yeah, don't wanted. let him take don't, a residence in your in head. But that's you, man. Don't, I, don't, that's, I don't take responsibility for that. I think the thing you have to remember with Parent Trap, well, this is, does not apply to the length of it, but it is a movie for children. Like, Stick It is not a kid's movie. Well, it's a teen movie. I agree, but because it's a movie for children, the two-hour-plus running time should be the first. Honestly, if there was a cut of the movie that was 40 minutes shorter, I might have liked it a lot more. I think huh. you could, if if we're going to get into that, you could take out the whole part at camp where they hate each other. You didn't really need that. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> I think they just could have found each other. The, well, I guess they got to the get in the isolation watching. cabin, which is a very weird concept. Oh, but, no, but that's the joy of the conceit of the movie is one actor is going to play both parts and you want to see them at at odds with each other. That's that's the fun of the conceit of having Haley Mills or Lilo play the role. Right, but did we need the fencing and the poker? Well, let's get, and, uh, let's, let's get into that. I mean, the okay. Because I don't know, like we've Expert all we've all heard of it's twins, not fencing, right? What are those? We've all like <laughs> that concept's not so foreign, right? Yeah, that like looking at each other, <laughs> the fact that like it, it was an hour into the movie before is like <clears throat> maybe they're twins. My experience was it occurred to me, and as it occurred to me that it would be strange if it didn't occur to anyone else in the movie, it then occurred to a character in the movie who did a double take the, and the looked at the batty old the batty old lady running. Well, the camp. no, but even she she was like, oh, am I seeing double? Like she just got confused. Yeah, yeah. you know, maybe I have a higher opinion of children than they deserve. But during the the fencing scene, the first time other kids see two Lilo. whatever Lilos, that somebody be like, "Wow, it, you guys look like twins." The Napa Valley Wine Estate, Lindsay Lohan, makes a wise crack <laughs> to some one of the other kids. Says, "Who are you guys, Lucy and Ethel?" You're from California. Do you like to live in Hollywood? Do you like live next door to a movie star? What are you two, Lucy and Ethel? I've never even been to Hollywood. She makes a. Uh, 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 <laughs> why would a child make a reference to a television show from the 1960s? What, what explanation would there be for that? She spends a lot of time alone. She but lives that, in the middle that, of that's nowhere. That's an explanation. Like, uh, I think uh, Lilo also does a, uh, like an Elvis imitation. That girl is without a doubt the lowest, most awful creature that ever walked the planet. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's another one. Yes. That's, a, that's a kid thing. Kids know Elvis. Yeah, do they? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Kids know Elvis. Kids know Elvis? Yeah. Even still, it did seem a Thank little... Um, 90s it was kids a, know come Elvis. On. It's a little... All right, I, you're saying this you're This was willing, 20 years ago now. I think what Alex is that's saying... That's true, too. Her ability to suspend disbelief is what allows her to enjoy the Nancy Myers oeuvre. Yeah. That's what watching a kid's movie is. I agree, and I love. I watch every <laughs> child's movie. And a lot of them are really good. You're the world's biggest Trolls fan. I am. <laughs> and Paddington 1 and 2. I still need to and see Peter Paddington. And Peter Rabbit. Yeah, and even, Coco. even with the um, all the controversy around Peter Rabbit. What's the controversy? <gasps> Is uh, he a milkshake duck? No. Oh, well. Not Peter. <laughs> not Peter himself, what but wasn't there this- sort of imperialistic, colonialistic- uh, a little bit, but the bullying of uh, with somebody with an allergy, they were forcing oh, him to right, eat something. That, right, oh, right. No. Yes. So I remember the, that. I remember that. That was great. especially that, problematic. That's literally the only thing I heard about this movie. I didn't know the movie was out except that people were up in arms. Well, can I ask, Alex, just because since we did come into this from the uh, Nancy Myers oeuvre, how indicative was was this? How does it rate compared to mm, the others? Good question. If you could, you know, 
adjusting for nostalgia. The uh, the world that the adults live in is fully so Nancy. Yeah, I mean that freaking vineyard. You realized your you dream of me? owning a vineyard. One is a yeah. wedding dress designer. <laughs> it's so, like yeah. I mean, I suppose somebody's got to, but someone's that, got to. <laughs> the only two entities in this movie that had less chemistry than Natasha Richardson and Dennis Quaid did what? was Dennis Quaid and winemaking in general. <laughs> okay. They had nothing in common, those two. Well, I will say that uh, I was impressed with the masterstroke of how Nancy Myers was able to get through two hours and eight yeah. minutes without there being any hint of character development for either parent. <laughs> I was... I Amazed and off good mean lines, and I don't have to bear. I don't have to be the guy in this well, podcast where I, I was like, "Geez, I love yeah. both those actors," and yeah. I could watch them do almost anything. Apparently, almost anything because yes. I did watch this. Uh, but I really, I was amazed. I was like, "There is nothing, nothing to no background." Where did you grow up? Uh, you know, again, which I, I don't necessarily need the detail, but but there seemed to be nothing particular about any of them. In the same way that, like you said, yeah. there was nothing about him growing a wine thing other than just. That sounds like a nice Chris, thing to do. Chris, you're missing that the only important detail in the Nancy Myers world for these two characters is she's a wedding dress designer and he owns a Napa Valley vineyard. That's your character development right there. And they're both hot. And rich. Yes, they and are rich. both hot and rich. What well, more do you need? They're hot and rich. Now, this well, is actually- If that were the case, because frankly, the young woman he was engaged to was also pretty hot and rich. Yes. Well, was she rich on her own? Uh, no, I don't think so. She was very successful. Meredith Blake, she was his publicist. She was a publicist. Oh, sure. she was a publicist. She was actually good, that actor. I enjoyed she her. Was, yeah. She was very funny. Being in love is a fantastic mystery that takes a man and a woman. I don't mean to be jerky when you're trying to be all mushy and everything, but I know what mystery my dad sees in you. You do? You're young and beautiful and sexy and, hey, the guy's only human. But if you ask me, marriage is supposed to be based on something more than just sex, right? Boy, your father underestimates you, but you won't. Will you, Meredith? Being young and beautiful is not a crime, you know. And for your 411, I adore your father. He's exactly the kind of man I always planned on marrying. Listen. I missed that. I thought she was marrying him for his money. Yeah, oh, that is definitely. Right, but he's like shoehorned in. She's like. As one. She's only 26. You mean he's like wine rich? I mean, like, okay. Anyway, did you see that house? I mean, but here's this one. This is here, Napa. Here's to, to, we're gonna probably jump back and forth a lot because to criticize the '98 version a lot of times, I'm gonna jump to the '61 version, which, let me say for the record, makes a hell of a lot more sense. It works much more efficiently and directly and straightforwardly as a piece of filmed entertainment, and is just better overall, top to bottom, than the 1998. Version. This adaptation is pretty slavish. Yes, to the point that. Uh, there are things that are referenced to that don't make any sense. But if you see the 61, it's like, oh, so that's what, like the chewing of the fingernails. You never see her chew her fingernails in the 98 one. And yet, what do you, well, actually, we have a millennial here. Let's yeah. ask her. What do you call rewinding a movie? Well, rewinding, but. <laughs> well, Even though you're not rewinding You did put your thumb on the I, scale. I, <laughs> right then. <laughs> no, but that's a term you use. Like if you're watching a movie and, and Dennis Quaid says something that makes no sense. You say, and go you want to be like, Wait, oh, go did back? I miss something? And you How do you reference go that? to the beginning of the I scene. I say rewind, but I had VHS tapes. Oh, okay. That's true. Right. Story checks out. Reverse the digital file. <laughs> <laughs> Computer. <laughs> Computer. <laughs> Full cast and crew is brought to you by the award-winning comedy series Philly Court. It's like a fake Judge Judy, but if way more of the cases involved Percocet and illegal fireworks. Philly Court Season 2, premiering now on Facebook. Just like and follow Chuckler Comedy on Facebook for the latest episodes. Philly Court did not actually win any awards, my dude, but the guys in Vinny's called it awesome, except for Brian Welsh, who's a fucking bumpass anyways, and I'm going to beat his ass for stealing my twisted tees. Um, yes, well, listen, one of the difficulties, I think, is Lindsay, it's hard to watch this now for me and not feel a tremendous sadness of the three of us watching the movie in my house, only Elodie could probably really enjoy Lindsay Lohan's performance because she has no way of knowing. Child is on the screen, man. Wow, you're just like, she is the complete thing. Each of those characters is distinctish. Absolutely. Yeah. But in the 1961 version, the dichotomy between the two twins is the one twin doesn't live on a 
uh, Napa Valley right. estate. She lives on a ranch in California and is, a, is is portrayed as a much more rustic kind of upbringing. And the other one is like a Boston Brahmin, you know, which right. was like a thing in the 60s. Where did he come from? Outer space? No. I'm from Boston. Ooh, Boston. Where's your home? California. Oh, I've seen movies of California. Is it a nice place to live? Sensational. And so there was a gulf between, like, rich kid kind of country kid that they don't really do in the 1998 movie where they're both just fantastically rich kids who have yeah, servants you, and chauffeurs and all that kind of stuff. Then you but have to start thinking about income inequality and then you get all sad and then you have to think about why am I watching a movie right now when I should be like doing something. Doing something. Right, but isn't Nancy Myers the perpetrator of that very crime of which you speak? Well, look. Income inequality? We're, well, We're all complicit. Well, that's not, that's not kidding. Well, no, but I'm saying like, you know, going back to Alex's point about um, she could have cut out the whole part where they're enemies. I, I literally looked away at one point in the parent, parent trap for like 20 seconds to Google something about a cult that just occurred to me because my mind had started wandering already. And when I, when I returned my attention, like literally 15 to 20 seconds later back to the movie, they were best friends. And that's I what happens whole, when you go in the isolation I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. So I could not figure out, like, what had occurred to well, bring the same, them together again. Honestly, the same thing that happened in the 61 version. Somebody left a window open, <laughs> they close it together. They close it together, yeah. Oh, well, they really did it, like, shot for shot, huh? Well, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty—I yeah. um, will say I—Jason, I'm sorry to betray you. Like, I did, you know— <laughs> You didn't in, like the 61 version? No, no, no. I, uh, I enjoyed them both. Yeah. I enjoyed— Oh, you enjoyed um, the 98 version? I mean, well, I will, part of it was a little bit of hate watchy, yeah. a little bit of like the, the lack yeah. of continuity lack was. Of continuity. Yeah. I think for a, like a big screen, this was the most that I'd ever seen for like yeah. a big major. Well, motion Nancy's picture. first cut was apparently three hours and eighty six minutes. <laughs> so I mean, you had to make some pretty. Is this a Nancy Myers thing? The slow mo, the slow mo shot. Is no. that a Nancy Myers I, I trope? I think that was a nineteen ninety eight. I was going to say, I think she, that was just her paying an homage to John Woo. <laughs> Because <laughs> this was 1998. This, I thought that, that was. I was hoping to explain that reference. I was hoping John that was a, thing. a uh, Hong Kong you don't action director in the. And, you know, I think he's still alive, but like his heyday when he came to the, the Hollywood was the late 90s. He would have these great uh, gunfights that would be in like slow motion with a lot of pigeons and candles and stuff. And so when they were like kissing in slow motion, whatever it was, I was like, wow, it's like it's like a John. Well, Wood. it's like a step in slow mo two second shot just in case all the other filmic cues that you're being given aren't enough to tell you an emotional moment is occurring yeah. right now. So yeah. I didn't know if that was a Nancy Myers thing. No, I, th I think- I really thought my computer might have been broken. Experimental. Also, <laughs> there's an unanswered question in both movies to request logic and reason from The Parent Trap is an unreasonable request. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me. I believe the best writing the best movies, even the best fantasy movies or science fiction movies or movies that take place in fantastical worlds that can't possibly exist in our world, still have a coherence and a logic to the underpinning. And, and I appreciate that. When I see the kinds of things in this movie that are so easily avoidable, like, for example, the card playing scene, I'm asked to believe that one of the twins is dealt a royal flush and the other is dealt a straight. Like, in without taking any cards, they're, they're just dealt these amazing hands. Oh. I thought we you were know. supposed to assume that they were both cheating. Yeah. Uh, and that that was a genetic exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> that they're both obviously well, uh, horrible. The joke's on me. Once again. Who just Do you think Annie's a cheater, though? I know Hallie's a Who's cheater. Who's Annie? Annie is the English oh. sister. Okay, yeah. Just, yeah maybe oh, so they both cheated. I missed that. No parent would ever separate two twins and keep them separated from each other and keep themselves separated from one of their children for 11 or 12 years. It just would not happen. Like, so why, what really reason am was, I given? This was an amazing thing about this movie. You know, not only did the parents have nothing besides their sort of good looks and star quality, there was nothing to the characters. That was such like a gaping hole for me. Yeah. And it, I enjoyed, kind of I enjoyed them watching, like sort of squirming around, like- as if there's some horrible secret and to 
too terrible to nope, tell. There isn't. Uh, but yeah. it, it was such a huge, and I, I bought it a little bit more in the 61 version because, you know, it was the 60s, the mid 20th century. Sure. People were all It's liars actually more plausible in the 61 yeah. version. Probably more unbelievable that, that Brian Keith took one of the children and, and raised yeah. her. <laughs> you know, like in 1961, he'd be like, I ain't got time for that. I got to drive around in my Jeep on my but, ranch but and I'm shoot with, rifles. I'm with you. There, there's no like faint of, because- of of a reason why this would why, be plausible. Why do you see that, or, Alex? Does that you just that doesn't? That's not a plot point that you're concerned with. Well, when you first when I first saw it, I was eight, and it right. made total sense. It did. How, one parent I mean, gets one, the other one gets the other. And what you you've forgotten yeah. the explanation since then? Well, because <laughs> when you're a kid, people tell you things, and you're like, okay, and then you don't really think about it beyond that, and. In every single kids movie ever, mm-hmm. they have dead parents, and yes. you just like accept that, which is also. But that's that's a plausible plot point. The parents aren't there because they died. These parents are both <laughs> living, both people of means, both completely. They act as if there's like an unsolvable mystery. How could we? How could we be apart yet raise these children together? There must be some and way. Both- well, you could take them for six months, and I'll take them for no. That wouldn't work because then when? How would they go to school? Right? You're right. I guess we but better again, just separate it, them. Actually, this should be remade as sort of like a sci-fi conspiracy thing of yeah. like looking at each other, like why did we break up again? Yeah. Because actually, children, what is my real name? Yeah. Where was I grown up? Brainwash them. Or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it seems a little bananas and sadistic. But uh, yes, that is a good word. But I guess it. when you're eight or nine watching the movie, you don't care about. The well, apparently, know. according to this, sadism that, is part of being a child. But the movie is considered a classic of its kind, right? Like it's the Parent Trap. Every time I told told anyone we were watching the Parent Trap, everyone had the same reaction. <laughs> Ooh, it's a great movie. Well, and I also well. think that now, now that everything, we don't bandy that term about quite so easily here. I thought it was so original. To have the stepmother be kind of an evil character. I've never. <laughs> I, it was groundbreaking. I don't know. I, I this might Actually, be the, you know, that's where you could really see that it was close to the German novel upon which it was based, <laughs> which goes back to the Brothers back Grimm to, yes, and that's that sort yes. of European fairy tale tradition. But um, you know who was great in addition to Lindsay Lohan? I loved Lisa Ann Walter as Chessie. I love She's Chessie. great. Yeah. She's great. She is great. Yeah. She is great. And also Simon Cunz as Martin. I I was very charmed when he dropped her off and they did their little uh, uh, dance. Um, Lisa Ann, well, let's, where, what else has she done? Because she, oh, was, she was so great. good. She was in um, the, the Jim Carrey one. Yeah. Um, um, she's also sort of a- So she's in Glow. Yeah, she's in Glow. Oh, and I didn't watch that. She's, she's also kind of got a cool thing as kind of like a- I don't know what the term would be, like a body activist or sort of like, you know, um, just speaking eloquently. I read some things about her speaking eloquently about body type and Hollywood and sort of personal acceptance. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, she just sounds very- She's an activist. She sounds very interesting. And and she was just so funny. And uh, I wanted to see kind of more of her character- um, who actually did have chemistry with everybody in the movie. She had chemistry mm-hmm. with Dennis Quaid. She had chemistry with Lindsay Lohan. She had chemistry with the old wife and the new wife. Like, Yeah, I would watch a Chessie spinoff for sure. She was sure. great. It's funny that she didn't do more. I guess, I guess I should. It's It's never funny when you see someone who's good in something like this and go, gee, I wonder why she's not in more things. Then he realized, oh, right, Hollywood, women, doesn't really know what to do with them, can't right. really create good vehicles. Um, True. Although, you know, who knows? Oftentimes people work as much as they want. You know, maybe she maybe devotes she more energy maybe. to that activism. And Speaking of working, one other thing that I thought was amazing about the 1961 version, when you go through the IMDb page, well, first of all, the 1961 version is populated by old school Hollywood system actors, top to bottom. Maureen O'Hara. Maureen Brian O'Hara. Keith, Brian Charles Keith. Charles Ruggles. And these, like, Una Charles Merkel. Ruggles has, like, a 50-year career in pictures. The other, like, it's literally amazing to look through the IMDb page of the 1961 version yeah. and just contemplate. Like, one of the reasons I think it's better is the, the ancillary characters have more character development just in their- individual moments 
But also they're being portrayed by kind of these lifer actors that are so good coming out of like say that really I the United Kingdom system or something. Yeah. You know? Because, you know, watching the 1961 version, like, I don't know that there was that much more character development. But I, I think it has more to do, like you said, with having people who rather like, I'm already blanking on her name. Like the grandfather or the- Well, rather like Lisa Ann Walter. Yes. She's so good that yeah. even if there, there really isn't that much written right. there, she inhabits it in a way that makes yes. it feel more full than yes. some of the the other supporting characters do. Yeah. And I think that actually does go for for both of the parents, Dennis Quaid and Natasha Richardson. Like, I think if they were lesser stars, I might have they might have felt even thinner. Like, you th- mean if I, they weren't hot? <laughs> well, <laughs> there are plenty of and hot, rich, plenty of hot, uh, white. hot people. The uh, Reverend. Yes, he was great. I he was fantastic. So funny. You're reading implications in. Wouldn't you like to go out and look at the garden? No, no, indeed. I'm enjoying this immensely. You are. Very interesting situation. Quite out of the everyday, you know. Yes, it sure is. I thought, like you said, the father, Charles Ruckles, was great. Everybody. Yeah. And, but I think that has more to do with the skill and ease of, of being within that system and having to do so much that you do develop a skill and are able to bring that to the characters. Even Brian Keith, an actor who I really didn't know. I don't know that I've seen anything, but I- Hardcastle and McCormick, man. Oh, that's him. Yes. Oh, I loved that show. Yeah, but a sad story, Brian Keith. After one of, you know- one of those Hollywood careers. I mean, he's another guy. He's, you know, probably started in the 40s or the 50s, right? Um, you know, he killed himself. His daughter, I think, also killed herself, which precipitated his sort of rapid decline and suicide. Right. Um, and he's not much of an actor in the 61 version, really, but he's a type. He's. I kept mm-hmm. watching him and thinking, God, this is an era of Hollywood where, like, you basically could just look like Brian Keith and have a movie career through whatever alchemy occurred mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because he's pretty limited. I mean, he's, he's, he's doesn't have a lot of nuance as an actor. Well, I like, I did think that his, gr- you know, he's a physically big yes. guy with a gruff look. Yeah. So the, the delicacy of the, there's a misunderstanding between he and um, he and Haley Mills. When a girl gets to a certain age, that's when she really misses a mother. Why? I mean, uh, oh, you mean to talk about certain things? Yeah. That? I guess we never have to sit down and talk about that, have we? Well, this is kind of an odd place, but I guess it's as good as any. Um, well, we might as well get it over with. Uh, how, how much do you know now already? About what? About what you were just talking about. Oh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing? Well, you never brought up the subject, and I wondered why. He thinks she's talking about sex. Yeah, that was funny. And his befuddlement, like there, he did do yeah, he that, did that well. well. The when Maureen O'Hara did punch him, like that yes. scene, uh, those are the hard parts, and those things that do make that that character. Do you sing. also think that in the nineteen sixty one version, we're in a time where the whole movie exists in this, in maybe the whole six nineteen sixty one Disney thing existed already in kind of an alternative universe of its own, so that the flights of fancy that feel a little more unforgivable in the ninety eight version. They, they're kind of a part of what, when we look at a movie made in 1961, we don't, we don't have the same expectations. So maybe our disbelief is more willingly suspended than it was in 1998. I think that's probably true. Uh, you know, you look at it and the, co- the technicolor is yeah. so bright. It yeah. does feel staged in yeah. a way that, that perhaps does yeah. make you more willing to, to accept things that, that, that seem unreal. Yeah, maybe. Also, as a young girl watching this, if you can remember back, well, I don't mean to imply. I, I don't mean that, to. I can't wait, hold that on, that's, that came out wrong. Hold on, re, re, erase that. <laughs> I don't no mean way. to imply that it's so long away from when you were a young girl that you might have trouble remembering what I'm about to ask you. That's not. That was not my implication. It sounded that way, but I'd like to stay. I will record. certainly cut it. Can you remember? Like, is being a wedding dress designer the? Is that like? I don't know. I mean, I have a seven year old. I'd like to think she would aim a little bigger than wedding dress designer. I think having your mom be a wedding dress designer uh, is an ultimate. Are you kidding? When they go to the studio and then she's in the photo shoot, it's go like- Go pick out a hat. Uh, Which one? Whichever one you like. <laughs> Even though it really was tilted. 
towards, towards the, 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 the white so or the black. It's the same hat. It's the same it's just hat. Just different colors. Gosh, okay. everything else is, is Make white. Make a choice, though. <laughs> I mean. Well, who doesn't wear black at their wedding? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She really would Shocker, like she picked the like white. British mourner. If she had yeah. a black top hat with, with the Business on top. <laughs> I love that they, they couldn't be bothered to go get her at the airport and also even be like. Well, they sent the car. Available when she walked in the front door. They were Again, kind of like, ah. That- well, they had put up a sign. <laughs> True, they put up the sign, but they couldn't yeah. be bothered to like make eye contact. Yeah, or like go open the door. Yeah, yeah like, like if you look closely, the sign says like, welcome home, went to the store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, be back tomorrow. They truly acted you. like she was welcome like home, home from school. Yeah. I love that. I was like, ugh. It's British moms are so cold. Um, those animations were fantastic in the 1961 version. Did you see those? I, yes. I mean, the yeah. title sequence alone was sort of like you were in good hands. Don't you think the 1961 manages to be more risque than yes. the 1998 version? That's what I was well, going to say. Is Disney. the biggest difference is the, the I mean, like neutering? Yeah. That in the 98 version, yes, like in the 1961 yeah. movie, there's like some adult stuff going on. And punching. Disney's not going to do that, though. It's a Disney movie in 1961. Okay, but that was a Disney in 1998 isn't going to do that. People are smoking. You can't, you legally can't even do that anymore. (laughs) Also, there's another interesting tidbit for you. Did you know that um, Haley Mills um, was on the first three seasons of the show that became Saved by the Bell? Wow. No. Which I didn't even know. There were three seasons of Saved by the Bell before Saved by the Bell. Yeah, what was it called? It was called Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Oh, yeah. I have no memory of that. Was yeah. she Miss Bliss? She was Miss Bliss. I remember. It was on for three wow. years with some of the kids in the cast, and then they completely changed it, and then it became a massive hit. Isn't that weird? Ooh, that's got to hurt. Well. To be told, like, yeah, you were the one thing holding this back. The show was great, except, except for, for you. Except for you. Well, we don't know that that's you, what happened. I know. Why don't you we get off Haley Mills, Chris? Okay? He's a Jeez. Lilo fan. That's true. Look, I'm a Lilo I'm team, fan. I'm team, team Lilo. Lilo. I am too, but that doesn't mean you can't have room for in your heart for Haley Mills and how know. great she was in the 61 version. She was that great. I thought she was good. She All right, was she okay. wasn't great. I, I really had trouble telling the two apart. Well, and I think it it really was helpful. Nancy Myers, say what you will about her, by saying, like, let's put one of them in England. Uh, so at least you have the, oh, the accent. accent. Mm-hmm. Good point. It's an easy thing to uh, That's true. To demarcate. That's I guess, but they, were they like, yeah, it's such a, it's a different world, it's, this Boston. <laughs> For Lindsay, in this movie, my God, she is a star, right? Yeah. At that age. Like, I don't think you manufacture that. I don't think that's through training. I don't think that's anything other than just somehow this kid has it. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. I can understand that it would be hard not to allow that to come to fruition, especially if the child loved to perform and loved to be in shows. But man, just to be that good and then to have lived through the things that she then lived through, did to herself, had done to her, whatever, you, however you want to separate it all out, it's just very, it's very sad. It's just a reminder of what, what you know, how good she was, what a star mm-hmm. she was, and how yeah. far away from that we are now. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Freaky Friday, the one with Jamie Lee Curtis? I've not seen Freaky Friday. She's, is it an Nancy Myers movie? No, but it's a, this one is a teen movie. It's Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis, another remake where they, Correct. It's mother, daughter, they wake up, they switch yeah. bodies. So mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. it's Lindsay playing someone else. She's so good in it. She's a great actor. She has the whole movie in the palm of her hand in the the minute she shows up on the screen. Like, even with unbelievable dialogue. What are you, Lucy and Ethel? She also says there's another line where she uses the phrase, the whole enchilada, as an 11-year-old. The whole enchilada? Like, who talks like this? Screenwriters talk like this. Yeah. Um, The best line in the movie, though, sorry, Chris, the best line in the movie comes from the evil stepmother. Um, I can't remember her character's name. Meredith. Meredith says... What are you, Robert De Niro at one point in the uh, Bryce Hilarious? That was a very good one. Have you seen your father? You talking to me? What are you, Robert De Niro? Yes, I am talking to you. That was what are you, Robert De Niro? What are you, Robert De Niro? That was a great line. Yeah. And Meredith was great. Meredith is so really funny. And you know, watching it now, I am the same age as Meredith. And I'm like, 
Really you mean is. the same age as the character or the same age as the actor when the she character. played Meredith? Meredith oh, okay. Blake she's 28. 20, she's 26. 26. I'm 26. And I was like, if I could do half as much with my life as Meredith Blake is doing, I'd be happy. Alex, you've done three <laughs> times more with your life than this character. This is the problem with this. A publicist is, is not a, a real thing. And second, yeah. Publicist. She has an assistant. I don't Alex, have an assistant. No, okay. see this? Now we're getting it. into where Nancy Myers has committed exactly. crime. She really has brainwashed you. <laughs> Alex. Just because she has an assistant and she's going to marry this hot vintner. No, nothing to do with her her wedding aspirations. Her, her career if she aspirations. Was so successful, she's a successful businesswoman. No. I don't know if she were that successful. I mean, I know this is directly contradicting what I said about an hour ago. If she were that successful, she wouldn't be bothering with this yutz. She also, wants more. Well, A, he's not a yutz. He's played by Dennis Quaid. He's so inherently we like him. Inher- yes, right? true. The question is- what the hell is he interested in her for? Well, and the answer creepily <laughs> supplied no, by an eleven-year-old yes. in the movie is she's got a hot ass, basically. Like, oh my that's gosh, what the, the child part. says. But don't you love the part where she she says, "You want to adopt Meredith?" That was, you know, also oh, that was that joke was made in nineteen sixty-one as well. Yeah. Joke, yeah, so good. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I don't know about so good, but <laughs> I mean, I like on, great, great I, on the curve. Are you guys Dennis Quaid fans? Would you call yourself a Dennis Quaid fan? Yeah. No, I mean, he's fine. I'm not like a Dennis Quaid fan. Alert. Well, I mean, that's I can, exactly what the I can was. appreciate him on a Napa vineyard as a hot dad. <laughs> oh, God. Full Cast and Crew is brought to you by Behemoth from Monkey Brain Comics. Behemoth is the dirty dozen meets the fly with a little Spider-Man thrown in. Kids are turning into monsters and the government steps in to keep things quiet. Some are never heard from again but others are forced on suicide missions on behalf of a world that hates them as part of Project Behemoth. Find it on monkeybraincomics.com or Comixology today. I actually feel now like Nancy exposure to the world of Nancy Myers at a young age has traumatized and, and injured Alex's brain. Guys, my brain. brain is broken. Yeah, she broke your brain. You're like, the best thing I could possibly be is a 28-year-old publicist. <laughs> And 26. 26-year-old publicist and marry a vintner. No, the best thing I could possibly be is Meryl Streep, and it's complicated. Uh, I can't remember that. that. I saw that, but I can't remember that. That's a great one. That might be my my favorite. That's the one with Jack Nicholson? No. No, that's the one with Alec Baldwin. It's the one with Alec Baldwin and Steve Martin. Jack Nicholson is something's got to give. I I never saw it. It's it's complicated? Yeah. I never saw that. Did you see it, Chris? No. No. We don't even get to talk about it. It's complicated. Well, we can talk about it just we because we haven't absolutely. seen it. I'm mean, sure you fill in the, I can fill in the blanks. That we need to have no <laughs> How complicated about that could it be? I mean, <laughs> despite the title. Alex? No, it's great. What's Meryl, great about it? When you say great, you mean genuinely great. You get to watch Meryl Streep live her rich person life in her rich person house in Santa Barbara. She's sad because all of her kids are, you know, out of the house. What do you do when you're a sad, empty nester with a beautiful house in Santa Barbara? People. You remodel the damn house. <laughs> See, this is the problem. This is the Nancy Myers problem. Yeah. Steve Martin is her architect, and she's, she uh. has a line about, like, finally, I'll have a real kitchen. And it's like, her house is insane. The fact that she doesn't consider it a real kitchen is Okay, but now you're talking, about aspirational. I, you're talking about appreciating it ironically. I mean, yes, it's an ironic appreciation. I don't actually aspire to be an evil 26-year-old stepmom. Okay, good. But- it's just, it totally fits the, what I am looking for in a movie to entertain me. Okay. Mm. What's Nancy Meyers' daughter's name? Hallie and Annie. Are you serious? Yes. Wait a minute. In real life? In real life. Whoa, her whoa, daughters, whoa, whoa, whoa. They were also both in the movie, in Parent Wait Trap Wait a minute. Nancy Myers has two daughters and they're named Hallie, Hallie and Annie after Lindsay Lohan's character no. in Parent Trap? <laughs> Lindsay Lohan's characters are named after them. Wait, no. They're called Hallie and Annie? Wait. Nancy. To me, it never That's crossed my mind. There was the, the British their one the and one. They're named Hallie and Annie. Oh, I thought she named her own children. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like, gonna how be is this so unbelievable? I was going to be like, what? No, um, shaving, shaving Cream Girl is one of them. Um, did you notice I wanted to call out? There was a boy at the camp? That's Lindsay Lohan's That's brother. That's Lindsay Lohan's brother. Wait, but I was yeah. confused. I was too. It's because just at some a point joke. Sort of I around. thought it was a tomboy. No, it's just a joke that a boy got dropped off at camp. Oh, okay. Because he says, I thought this was a camp for boys. Yeah. No, I think the joke is that just a, 
haha, a boy got dropped off at girls camp. Which I think would have been a good joke, but I think I think <laughs> it's a good a joke that deserved like a, a little bit more of a, of a spotlight to be placed on it. Now, maybe perhaps, a maybe a Nancy Myers. Maybe there was another moment. hour. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm sure there's a whole subplot. And Lindsay was like, you get that shit. Get him, out, get him out. Do you think there's only room for one star in this Lindsay family? Was throwing her weight around as a star at age 11 in this movie already. Yeah. No. Yeah. Her mom you don't behavior was going on. Oh, I don't know. But you don't become that kind of star with just by rolling over and doing what, what you're supposed to. Exactly. You got to have a certain confidence. You got to know what you need and you actually ask for it and you get it. To Alex's point, I think that Lindsay's life probably would have turned out a lot better if Nancy Myers just continued to raise her after the movie. Don't you think? If she just became the third yeah. Myers daughter. Yes. Yeah. Maybe she'd be a director now. Like, I think Nancy would have maybe given her some of the parenting because, you know, to be a director, you have to make decisions and you have to yeah. sort of be balance things. And, you know, maybe Lindsay was lacking that. Lindsay just came of age in that time. There was that kind of group of girls who really did not do so hot. Yeah. And I mean, there's something. Just due to the the paparazzi and all of that. Yeah. I'm I not guess it was pre, pre-internet paparazzi time. Like I, it was more. like it was like Perez Hilton, like I, I wild, yeah. wild yeah. west yeah. In internet. Mid. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, you know, if she was raised by Nancy Myers, she could have ended up like Alex and uh, had this sort of capitalist, uh, you know, Value aspirational system. value system. Right. You know, that. I don't know if that well, would have been any that, better. But Lindsay, like. I think if you have fame of the sort that occurred to her um, as a result of this movie and then the subsequent movies that we mentioned, that's got to be – that's like an avalanche. I mean that's your whole world. What it is at its core is pressure. It's pressure on your parents. All of a sudden you as an 11-year-old child are making millions of dollars in a household where the two parents are not making mm-hmm. millions or anything, okay? You have siblings. You have agents. You have an industry in Hollywood that does not have your best interests Mm -hmm. in mind. And in order to survive that, even if you have this innate quality that you're talking about, I still think you need around you something that most people don't have when this Mm -hmm. occurs to them. And I think Lindsay came of an age where this could kind of happen overnight in a way, right? Mm -hmm. Like you could be in a movie then like next week. Your your whole life is turned upside down, right? And it's got to be impossible for anyone to navigate that. Um, another interesting fact for you guys. Well, Lay it on me. I know you're dying to hear more interesting facts. Um, Elizabeth Hendricks, who plays the stepmom. Yeah. What's her name again? Meredith Blake. Meredith Blake. Meredith Blake. Did you know that Meredith Blake was a hip hop dancer in several early rap videos for such artists as MC Hammer, Houdini, Keith Sweat, and Cameo? Nothing about that. Did you know that, Alex? Good for her. I did not know that. Did you know that she started her professional career as a dancer and model, but gave it up after she was hit by a car while bicycling? Oh, my God. That's terrible. Yeah, but I don't understand the connection between those things. So you're bicycling, so you're going to give up dancing and modeling just because you got hit by a car? You can't I think dance things aren't you related. injuries. You might have had an injury that she's like, oh, my hips never worked quite the same, so I couldn't dance as well. Oh. Like that, that to me is the implication. I think the modeling connected. thing, she's like, yeah, no. maybe, but like she- You think it's a dance career that was going to- I think okay. it's more the, yeah, the dance yeah, career. you got to be in really good real. shape to dance. Yeah. I just want to show you a note that I wrote while I was watching it. Um, it's in all caps. <laughs> it says, my God, this movie goes on forever. But you say that your daughter lasted an she hour lasted, and 45 minutes. No, no, she she lasted to the end of the movie. That is impressive. And I, I asked her the, the next day, and by the way, when we were watching the movie, I was not doing- the thing that you probably think I was doing. I was not scoffing and, and sort <laughs> stomping, of like around. stomping around, breathing heavily. <sighs> I was actually just quietly taking notes and I was not, pur- I was purposefully not expressing an opinion in front of my child oh, or my wife. But you were taking notes, which did oh, not I allow took a you lot to, of to get- um, Oh, I was irate. Seriously, I, mean, I, I made quiet. a point of not taking notes so I could oh. give it as much as oh, so I could you've get grown. lost in it. Yes, <laughs> I tried to give myself over as best I could. And you know, and I was there. And I appreciate that. You I know, love I tried. you for it. I tried. And, you know, I did. and I feel like I, I got something out of it. I did enjoy, you know, elements. Like I actually, you know, I thought that the, not only did I like the butler, I liked the grandfather. I liked all the like nice people. I like people being nice to each other. See, Chris gets it. You just watch people being nice. Yeah. But that's and they the supporting characters. Like it would have been nice to have had an arc or, or a character in the middle. Just, <laughs> A little, <laughs> a little something, a little, you know, sort of like a, a speed bump, at least. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not a bomb-throwing anarchist. Oh. But I will say that there was a certain part of me that's like, oh, 
You wanted to burn this whole structure down. About like shopping and like <laughs> shopping is like a, a fun thing. Like part it becomes sort of gross after a while, and that again is so much a part of the the dream that everybody seems to show in this is like, look at these things that we can consume that I've, mm. you know, I, I, that was a part of that I could not get as lost in because they're um, hermetically sealed mm. uh, lack yeah. of, now, I guess, consciousness wonder, of the world as a think, whole. And I guess that's also why they had no relationship and couldn't even remember, why did we fall in love? Why did we separate? Why did we decide to they don't have know. one kid, one place with it? You know. How about Natasha Richardson? See, when you were talking about being bummed out about Lindsay, yeah. I was getting bummed about Natasha. Yeah, she was so good. What a shining light. That Just was a great, tragic. Yeah, yeah, really, like even though she's in a fairly ridiculous situation here in this movie, um, she too sort of grounds it and get, and makes you like this character. You want her to be your mom. The cut where she it goes from that. her telling her, it's all going to be all right. Uh, you know, I'm going to take care of everything. And then yes. immediately cuts to her with the sunglasses and the cigarette and the curlers in her hair. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's such a good moment. Actually, I, I, I forgot yeah. about that. That was, it was, well, great. Unlike, that was nice to have a little Dennis bit Unlike Dennis Quaid, she actually has some depth of feeling about the situation that we're allowed in on. Dennis Quaid was like, Oh, what are you doing he here? Quaid had no, <laughs> he's just, just doing his, his jack-o'-lantern grin and kind of wondering what the hell's going on. And falling. <laughs> Nancy Myers loves people falling and running into oh, each yeah. other. Oh, yeah. That's I funny. Do, like, there so are like good. eight things where somebody's like carrying and somebody's not looking. Yeah. And, and drinking cocktails. Classic. Drink, well, I can't falter for that. Um, in the 61 version, I thought that the staging of the date was so much better. Hey, Matt the Engineer again. So the original version uh, in the scene that Jason's talking about has the kids singing to this really, um, really trying uh, 60s, early 60s pop type of song. And it's, uh, we're not allowed to play it for you, but I, I think it's kind of all for the better. It's it's kind of much more haphazard and charming than the, the Queen 198 Huey yeah. 2 foot yacht with servants and, grand, I mean, just, oh my God. Grandfather has bit. some coin. Yeah. He's not afraid to use it. Yeah, he, just, yeah. The problem is, is like, how long were they married that grandfather like actually likes this guy? <laughs> well, that's what I thought was weird was she's like, oh, Chessie, you might not remember me. And it's like, you might not remember the mother. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> but I really, I wonder, like, you know, they stayed married long enough to gestate and be birthed. Mm -hmm. But, um, but they according to the timeline set up in the movie, they, they must have like split like day of. That's when the hairdryer went flying. Well, and also <laughs> why would two right. so seemingly reasonable people do something so unreasonable? I don't think Dennis is reasonable. He's about to marry Meredith after knowing her for like six yeah, weeks. But that's, again, that's just, he can't be both this great father and so clueless that he's going to marry Meredith. But have you seen her? Yeah, she's, she's she's not on. She doesn't she doesn't look dissimilar to Haley Mills. She, she is, really, she has kind of a severe face. I don't know. I mean, she's well. Look, I, I a mean, blue eyed blonde. She's a regulation person? hottie, as they would <laughs> say in Mean Girls. I'm just wondering how long of an awkward silence could there be? Not just because she is attractive. I do feel for her. And in both versions, a lot of those pranks that were done to poor Miss Hendricks and life-threatening. I don't know. Maybe it's, again, this-, this Putting her on what? sleeping pills out in the lake. <laughs> yeah. Or like in 1961, freaking bears are eating her yeah. feet. Yeah. Like that, she could, she could die. Yeah. No, actually, in died. 1961, bears were not. Um, yeah, bears were cuddly. They like wanted you to yeah, stop letting forest fires. Yeah. One of the, all of those things, like it did seem like a lot of physical danger happening. Well, it's a different a time. Yeah, I guess it's a time but when like, you could take your daughter out to play golf at Pebble Beach, and when your when your rest of your your foursome is moving on, you can call out to them. Hey, I'll, I'll meet you I'll in, meet the, you bar in the bar later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll get home on your own, honey. Won't you? I'm gonna meet the fellows in the bar for a few pops. Those let's the good let's old sit days. down and talk to the birds and the bees. Let's just sit. Meanwhile, like. <laughs> so like, someone's behind them. Like, uh, <laughs> you know that um, Natasha Richardson's mother is Vanessa Redgrave. Of course, you know yes. the lineage, the great acting family. How's yeah, this for sure. an anecdote? How's how is this as an anecdote about your own birth? Michael Redgrave was performing in a production of Hamlet in London. Are you familiar with Hamlet, Chris? Does um, it sound like your own life? 1930s? Uh, no, I wasn't alive. In okay. <laughs> anyway, during the curtain call, 
some actor, I don't know, some guy, Lawrence Olivia, I never heard of him. He announced to the audience, <laughs> tonight a great actress was born. This was in reference to his co-star's newborn daughter, Vanessa Redgrave. Wow. So when Natasha Richardson's mother was born, Lawrence Olivier literally announced it from a stage where he was Hamlet. The great acting lineage of Natasha Richardson, the Redgraves. Maybe in England they do acting families better than we do in America. Like, we don't really have that. Well, well the Baldwins. I, think, wins. I feel like people here- The Baldwins, the Lohans- <laughs> people here like to pretend it's not nepotism, so they'll take a different name, you know? Oh, yeah. And that, like... Yeah, they don't do that over there. Right? Like... like who, oh, like well, Kate Amelia Hudson Restivez. is just like, look at me, I... I'm, well, her father's name was Hudson. Right, I guess I'm thinking more thinking of her mother. But I don't know, I feel like there's just more... I Did it bother now you? Now I can't think of an example, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I, don't la- allow my penetrating... They, <laughs> they let... I feel like... <laughs> Hollywood likes to be like, everyone here made it on their own. Obviously, if it's as big of a problem as you say, guys, there should be guys, plenty let's not of fight. examples. No, come on, don't turn on each other. It's 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 unseemly. Um, another thing, another continuity issue that bothered me, I wonder if you caught this, Chris. Um, when they say a stack of pancakes, remember when, remember when like, I think Jesse it's Jesse's makes, making yeah, yeah. all the dishes? Yeah. And she's like, you can have this and this, and then here's a stack of pancakes, and it's a plate with one pancake on it. I think there were two. Mm, no, no, yeah, I'm two, pretty sure there was one. That's not a stack. They were make. thin. That wasn't a stack. Okay, <laughs> it, well, a stack is three. Would three? Okay, three so you're is a saying, stack. Okay, right? It's got a stack be, of pan. Short. Yeah. That's why they have the term short stack. I think there were two. Because I'm not even lying. I literally, I thought about lying. that when I was watching the movie. See? I was like, is that a, is that a is stack? That a st- ah, see? So? I think there were two, though. I think there were two nice, big old if only chocolate we could, pancakes. If only I had the time and patience to rewind the movie and look again. <laughs> I think I still have 24 hours on my, my Google Play rental, so. I'm trying to, what else, need, what what else needs to be said? said? Alex? Um, I feel like we've given you a hard time here. No, that's okay. I knew exactly what I was walking into, so none of that was, no, no, no. I mean, came as a surprise. I think that there is room to, I, I can't say that I'm going to watch any additional Nancy Myers movies after seeing this. Like, I, I just, I don't think they're for me. You that's know? fair. That's fair. You know, right? it's a big Not world. every movie has to be for everybody, right? Yeah. Um, I guess- we will see if there's a career to be had making movies for white ladies. Well, I, I mean, I there obviously Nancy is. Well, there was, yeah. but I don't know if there is. Oh, you think? You oh, think this is I think her time is tomorrow? done. Wow. I think her time is done. Oh no! Gosh, that's, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> oh oh no. no! Dare not speak it. Well, what if, if we look at her IMDb I mean, page? She has be, what men want is coming out. She has a, a new. Yeah, that's a re, that's a remake, remake from of the other side. Sure. Did she direct what men what women want? Yeah. Yes. Though she did not, I guess it says she did not direct What Men Want. Hallie Myers. Oh, interesting. Oh, so she was married to the, I guess her husband co-wrote um, Parent Trap? Charles Shire? Oh, yeah. And I guess, did they co-write together um, Private Benjamin? Because I thought no, I, I had read she that. she wrote Private Benjamin, right? I... I might have missed it. You know, it. I've never seen Private Benjamin. Me neither. That's so crazy. Chris, I think I have seen it. <laughs> you think <laughs> well, so oddly non-specific. No, you know it is because there was a Private Benjamin TV series that I know I saw because that was like when I was it, There was up. one episode. Really? What? It, was it only says one, one episode? Ep- it says one episode. Wait. No, she was- Oh, in it for one episode. She was in it. I was like, that's crazy. Nancy Myers was in it? I was going to say, like, wow, that must have been a very <laughs> exceptional episode because it's in my mind. <laughs> she wrote uh, That was the first time because I'd heard of it first. And so I was fascinated to hear that there was a movie that it was based on. What about mind. Baby Boom? Diane Keaton, Sam Shepard, Harold Ramis. The life of super yuppie JC is thrown into turmoil. Turmoil. When she inherits a baby from a distant relative. Super yuppie is your key word there. That sounds like, that's that's two Nancy Myers-isms right there. Super yuppie JC and the conceit that you inherit a baby. Well, we didn't even <laughs> talk two about- two things that just- Yeah, somebody needs to explain the, the birds and the bees to Nancy Myers. Like, this Father of the Bride with um, she didn't direct Steve Martin. Yeah. I never saw it. But you did the screenplay. Oh, you've never seen Father of the Bride? Nope. You should watch that. That is a good movie. But again, have you seen it, Chris? Um, Maybe. 
Well, it's a great movie, but it's another one where the whole time you're just like, fuck, their house is so big and good. Wow. Yeah, but who directed that? Um, Nancy Myers. Charles Shire. Oh. Um, It's good. You guys should watch that. That's a, I think, I think the listeners will agree with me. It's a good movie. What about Father of the Bride 2? Um, I mean, if you didn't like Father of the Bride, you're probably <laughs> not going to like Father of the Bride too. If you so love. do do it in order. If you loved Father of the Bride, but you'll I mean, love it's Steve Father Martin the being too. Steve Martin. He's so great. There's a lot you haven't seen. There's a lot I've seen though. Really? Yeah. Such as uh, Sweet Smell of Success, Ishtar, all the Captain America movies. <laughs> Poor Lindsay. Lindsay, ah, she's if you're fine. listening, she's still working. Lindsay, I love you. If you're there, Linz, we all got your back, man. Listen, you still got your whole life ahead of you. That's okay? Yeah, she's only like 15 or something. <laughs> she's packed in quite a lot. I think she's 30. Is Lindsay she 30? is 32. Yeah, that's, that's well, that, that that's my so, guess. I don't actually isn't that know. Incredible. Uh, because yeah, because I had she's I remember been around looking forever. to see. Uh, isn't that amazing? How she old is she? Born in 1986. Oh, oh well, I guess right. That doesn't help. Yeah, that's 32. <laughs> oh, well, who knows what yeah, the hell I'm that supposed means. to figure it out with that piece of information. <laughs> thank you, Alex. Thank you. Uh, Alex, thank you for joining us on probably what was really a thankless task. <laughs> no, I got to I got a I got to watch the parent trap. And I had <laughs> so I, I said <laughs> it was a thankless task. <laughs> You know, if you guys ever want to talk about the Real Housewives or other, I don't think we're gonna other white yeah. lady shit. I'll come back. No, this is not the time for white. La- white ladies have had their time, and now we're on to you the next thing. Times up for white. Times ladies. up. Times up. Yeah. Times up. White ladies. ladies. Yep. Six weeks. What? And, uh, you guys had your chance to run the world, and it's over now. <laughs> um, did you guys know that Lindsay Lohan is in a TV series right now? Sure didn't. Called I- Sick Note. Yeah, that's what I was saying. This, oh, she's still working. Oh, that hasn't come out yet, though, has it? Yeah, I think it's a. Uh, it's in its second season. Oh, never mind. Oh, sorry, I read the title wrong. Sick note, like at school. Yeah. <laughs> I was supposed to say, I, I I saw, I like, sick, sick note. note. Sick note. Sick note, man. Don um, and Don Johnson. Rupert wow. Grint. You know, sick he kind of got the short. Is end the of story the... of Daniel Glass, a compulsive liar who's stuck in a failing relationship and a dead end job, and just when things couldn't get any worse, he's diagnosed with esophageal cancer. Oh, wah, no. wah. Poor guy. However, everyone starts to treat him better because of his diagnosis, and suddenly Daniel finds he has a new lust for life. But then he finds out he was misdiagnosed by the most incompetent oncologist on earth, Dr. Ian Glennis. Nick Frost, and that's when Daniel has a big decision to make. Come clean and go back to his old rubbish life or keep this new information a secret and pretend to be ill. Come clean, He decides to go for the latter, but mm. very quickly, mm. the lie spirals out of control and both Daniel and Dr. Glennis have to spend all of their waking lives trying to prevent... God. Oh, you, you were you read almost a there. Long paragraph so and you get to start the again. last four words and you screw it up. That happens to me every goddamn time uh, in this podcast. Wow. I was hey, really rooting hey, for you. Hey, Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I always I'm do that. It's recording. hard to concentrate that I know. long. You did a really good job. You though. did a great job. No, I blew the tape. No. Well, gang, um, I'm afraid I have to call it. <laughs> you don't want no. to do this all day. <laughs> Wait, I've got a couple more hours of I material mean, on my notes list I, here. I'd love we to hear more about sick I have more notes track. on the interplay sick between note. Susan and Vicky in the 1961 version. You don't want to get into that. I did, but. You know, too late. Ub Iwerks? We allowed our... I got some <laughs> Ub Iwerks to comments. We went too far down the rabbit hole. Oh, man. I just want to say that I feel like I came out on top because I scammed you guys into watching a Nancy Myers movie. Thanks for listening to Full Cast and Crew. I uh, just wanted to remind everyone to subscribe if you haven't already. So you'll get a new episode every Thursday. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. So email us at fullcastandcrewpod at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at fullcastandcrew. Or find us on Facebook.